everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so excited to be here with you today and so excited that you are also here with me today. So this episode, we're going to be talking about how self-love can help create deeper relationships. And so I'm sure you've heard people say, you know, self-love isn't selfish and, you know, self-love helps create more love in other relationships, but like how? How? What does this actually look like? I'm going to kind of share what happens when we start to have more compassion for ourselves, and how that naturally automatically translates to the people around us. Um, and then I'm also going to be sharing a couple things that can help create deeper relationships, deeper friendships, um, whether that be within your family or your friends or romantic, like it doesn't matter across the board, even like with people that you work with, there's a few things that can really um, block intimacy, even when there's a good intention there. And we're going to be talking about that as well. So first, let's talk about how self-love can, like what is (laughs) self-love, right? The way that I describe self-love is honoring your truth by treating yourself with love and compassion and tenderness and grace, while also integrity, right? Being in integrity with yourself. And you know you're in integrity with yourself based off how you feel. If you ever feel constricted or confined, um, there likely is something that you're not allowing yourself to feel into. Or if you're feeling um, relaxed and safe and feeling at home, you know, maybe you're making yourself proud. You know, that's a big thing too, is like, am I making myself proud? And what do I need in order to make myself proud? Am I practicing things that are going to give me a sense of pride? And oftentimes the things that give us a sense of pride are not things that are easy. It's things we're capable of doing, but it doesn't mean that it's easy, right? And things that are hard doesn't mean it's bad. I think that we get, um, especially for like this whole manifestation movement and this this new like wave of spirituality... I've definitely seen conversations online that kind of insinuate if things are hard, that maybe it's out of alignment, that it's supposed to be this ease and this flow, and if it's hard, something's wrong, and that is just such a misconstrued way. Like, yes, we can be able to create ease and flow, but I think ease and flow comes after the initial stages of doing something where it just feels awkward and new, and we don't know exactly what we're doing, and and, you know, whatever that might be, even when it comes to dating, right? Or maybe your your side projects or your business, whatever it might be, there's a newbie stage. And then we can start to build our pride and confidence. And then we can start to get into a flow and not have to think so much about every step. But in the beginning, it's going to be like that. So I don't even know how I got on that topic, to be totally honest. <laughs> so let's bring it back to, so, oh, we were talking about like, what is self-love? And self-love is making yourself proud, showing up for yourself over and over and over again, learning how to validate ourselves, learning how to be there for ourselves, so we aren't completely dependent on other people for our sense of security and safety. And as someone who has been like this, you know, solo traveler, independent, boss babe, blah, 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 I used to have... Um, so much, so many blocks around like leaning and relying on other people. Um, and it was more fear response than like the actual truth, but it's almost like there was a subliminal and societal messages of, you know, be an independent woman. You don't need no man. You don't need to rely on people. And I'm not saying that I do or that you should, but it's not a bad thing to lean and depend on people. That's a part of healthy relationships. There's a vulnerability there, you know, Anyways, so something that I want to point out that makes a significant difference in our relationships, and it is a practice, is discovering and identifying the biggest things that you judge yourself for. 
This is huge because if you know the biggest things that you judge yourself for, then you can catch yourself when you start projecting them onto other people. So for example, if you're insecure about your weight, you're going to end up making comments that sound judgmental about other people's weight because you're projecting your own judgments. And this happens so easily, we don't even realize it's happening. If you feel insecure or you don't trust yourself in a certain area of life, we naturally see through that lens and accidentally project that onto other people. Or get this, say you feel judgmental towards something without you even saying people might be scared to show you all of them because they're afraid you're going to judge them, right? So if they know you judge yourself for something, then they know you'll judge them for it too. When the truth is you might not, right? So this is more of a nuanced subliminal thing. It's not like this direct cause and effect. Um, It's going to be different for each person. Um, But even noticing how you talk about yourself to that person, how you talk about other people to that person, whether it's your friend, a relative, a coworker, romantic relationship, because people listen what you judge because they will, you know, notice like, oh, if they judge that person about that, they might judge me about that too. And And that's not on purpose, right? So when we start to practice how we are talking about ourselves, and start talking in a more compassionate way, people feel that. The people around us feel that you practice compassion so they have this sense that they will receive compassion from you as well, right? So self-judgment um, is a big thing that when we start to heal that and start to look at how we judge ourselves and what we judge ourselves for and how we judge other people on accident because we judge ourselves for the same thing, you know, it, it starts to break down some walls and create deeper intimacy with people. Um, so something else that I wanted to share that is kind of like an intimacy killer. And when I use the word intimacy, I'm not talking about just sex. Like I'm talking about the closeness we feel with someone. Um, and this is like the best advice ever. Are you ready? The best advice ever. Stop giving people advice. Like I'm a Virgo. And I saw this one meme and it made me laugh so hard because it was so accurate. And it's like the Virgos like um, need to constantly give you advice, <laughs> to constantly teach you something, you know, this. And especially if you're someone that you hear a problem and you want to help that person, you want to help create a solution. Um, and you're someone that gives advice a lot, but you find that the people around you aren't listening to it or aren't receiving it, or it's just causing friction in the relationship then stop giving it. So like me and my sister have a really incredible relationship. We're eight years apart, but there was a time probably about five or six years ago that we did not get along. We were constantly like bumping heads. And a big part of that was me constantly wanting to tell her what to do because I loved her and I didn't want to see her suffer or fail or whatever else, right? And I was projecting my own judgments because I'm like, oh, if I were you, I would blank. But I'm not her. She is her. So what does she want to do? Like learning how to trust yourself helps you trust other people's journey. Because if you're at peace in the in-between with yourself, it's easier for you to be in relationship while other people in that in-between without trying to fix it or change it because you're uncomfortable, right? And so what was going on with me and my sister, and I will never forget it, we were sitting in a car um, outside of Pizza Hut because she was, she was looking for, um, she was doing a job. And like, keep in mind, she was like, I hope, I don't think she would mind me telling the story. 
um, you know, so she's like 15, trying to get a job or something like that. So I'm taking her to these job um, interviews, you know, and I want to be that cheerleader for her. I want to support her because everyone around was giving her so much pressure because they wanted to see her succeed, but it was not helping her. It was creating pressure that she felt judged and criticized versus helped and supported and loved and encouraged. So I really wanted to be the encouragement. Um, That was my intention, right? And she pointed out to me every time she would say something, I was replying with the first word as, but, but what about this? But what about that? But have you considered this? But what if this happens, right? And so whenever we're using the word but, it's pretty much disregarding anything that was said prior. So if someone tells you something and you reply, but you're automatically kind of arguing with them, challenging them. And even if it's not on purpose, that's what they're going to be hearing. So then their defenses go up. And so I started practicing with my sister because she pointed this out and it was kind of an awareness of, oh, you're right. I am doing that. And why do I feel this need to want to tell you and give you advice and help you? Because I wanted to, it came from a good place, but it wasn't effective. It wasn't creating closeness in the relationship. It was creating more separation. So I started practicing with her of not giving advice. And whenever she wanted to talk, listening. And if I really wanted to give her advice, I would be like, do you want advice? And I'd ask her. Most times she said no. So then I got to respect her by saying, okay. Because it's not like she needed it. I just needed and wanted to give it to her, right? But if she wasn't ready to hear it, it was going to land on deaf ears anyways. And so learning how to create this mutual respect in relationships, because if there's a part of you that thinks you know better or the people in your life and you're really worried about them, it's quite egotistical. It's quite arrogant because if you're worrying so much about something, that means that part of you thinks that you know better than they do that you trust yourself more than you trust them, you know? And so at the root of it, you're you're thinking less of them. And people feel that, you know? And it's not going to create closeness in a relationship. And sometimes this can feed into this drama dynamic. There's a drama triangle where if someone is the victim, then someone else has to be the villain and someone else gets to be the savior. And so for people that are highly empathetic, that are, you know, have people-pleasing qualities you know, they're very sensitive. They can tend to fall in. How about I say we can tend to fall in to the category of the savior, needing to be needed, wanting to fix, wanting to help, wanting to save, wanting to rescue. And, you know, if there's someone that is feeling that wants to be rescued, then there's this perfect triangle that happens, right? And there's probably someone else. Maybe it's an employer or a parent or an ex, and that person's the villain. So you get to be the savior and they get to be the victim. But when that, when you stop being the savior, they no longer can be the victim and the whole drama triangle falls apart. Or say that person doesn't see themselves as a victim. And so each time you come to save them, save or help them, there, it's creating that. Um, it creates this hierarchical thing that like you're above them and they need you when they didn't even ask for advice in the first place. And so either this episode is like totally resonating with you where you're like, holy shit, 
or it's not at all, (laughs) and that's okay. So for the person that it is resonating with, think about the times in your friendships where you just really wanted to help, and there's a part of you that really just wanted to have like an answer or that good friend moment, you know? And so much of being a good friend is being willing to sit there and listen and ask questions and ask them, what what do you think that you should do? Or do you want advice on this? And the beautiful thing, if you just stop getting advice, people start asking for it when they want to hear it, and then they'll value it. And by you not automatically offering it, it starts to deconstruct this hierarchical thing happening to where they feel like they could be side by side with you, that you aren't looking down on them. And right, this if if someone were to tell me this years ago, like, hey, stop giving advice to the people closest to you when they're a moment of struggle, because it's almost like putting yourself in the seat of like, that you think you know better or whatever, when they're not asking for advice in the first place. You know, if someone were to say, it kind of seems like you're speaking down to them, I would shudder. I would be like, I would cringe. I'd be like, no, that's not at all. It's because I love them and I want to be in support of them. But one of the most powerful questions is asking someone, you know, letting them talk, asking them questions, turning it back of like, what do you think you should do? What does your gut say? And then asking, how can I support you in this? Because if they want to be told what to do, (laughs) then you can give your advice. They're going to tell you. If they want, and sometimes like I had, uh, Actually, it was my mom recently when I was feeling depressed a couple of months ago. She was like, how can I support you? And I told her, I said, there's nothing you can do. Just hearing me talk and actually hearing me in this moment was extremely helpful. And so just remember that, like, so I'm thinking about that time where she just heard me vent and talk and like just being heard and being witnessed is so powerful for our relationships. And so don't think that you have to do something or you have to say something or you have to have this aha resource or statement or quote or fucking whatever. Simply you actively listening. And that's the thing too, is when you're listening to someone that that is talking, are you thinking about what to say next? Because if you are, it's that sense of trying to control the relationship, control, you know, this this perfectionistic thing of performance almost versus actually listening. Because if there's like this angst of, oh, what am I going to say next? Then you're making it about you. You're not actively listening to them. So... That's just a little something I'm gonna leave here for you today. And increasing the intimacy in your relationships, the communication, um, and creating more fluidity so you can feel uh, a sense of connection, right? That's what we want. We wanna love, we wanna be loved. And so this episode, I hope, supports you in deepening those connections um, all around. So. If you haven't left a episode, if you haven't left a review yet on Apple Podcast, please do so. If you've been listening to Joyfully You podcast for a while, you've never left a review, I am asking you for a favor to do that for me. Has anyone seen New Girl? I just recently started watching it and I'm like, oh my God, I love Jess so much because she just sing talks all the time and that is me and I love it. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. This is the 201st episode. It's so wild. Joyfully You has been around for four years, and it's been a slow and steady growth. And I'm just so appreciative of you for being here, for listening, for being a part of this community. Um, And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the times that you've posted to your stories. Thank you for the times you've shared to your friends. Thank you for the times you've messaged me and reached out so I could be able to hear and connect with you. And, you know, um, you're the reason why I do this show. So I see you. I love you. I appreciate you. And I hope you have a freaking great day. 
See you on the next episode. Talk to you later.